Hi, welcome to Uni Biscuits. This is the podcast where we discover ways to help improve and ease in your daily university experiences. This marks episode 15. And as usual, I'm your host, Samson Paul Jr. So, come on in. On this episode, we are going to introduce diversity and inclusion series, and it's more of like a soft introduction towards the major, bigger problem, which is marginalization within the student groups. We hope you find this useful. If you do, remember to share with your friends, family members, or anybody within your student groups whom you think. Obviously, all of everyone should listen to this. So please do share with all your friends. Welcome. Diversity has a positive impact on all students. In fact, when students identify their college campus as a non-discriminatory environment, underrepresented students feel a greater sense of belonging and the majority students tend to show a greater support for the university's efforts of, you know, diversity. This being an introductory episode to our diversity and inclusion series, this is intended as a soft landing towards the main bigger picture that is tackling the marginalization within the student groups or rather within the colleges and the universities. And the best way that we've chosen to do this is first to actually measure down into diversity because by the end of the day we did realize that diversity is the main cause of marginalization within student groups. With that in mind, we decided to first look into diversity, try to help the students, if you're the one listening, try to give you a better clear picture of what actually diversity is, the reasons why diversity matters, and why it should be an inclusion item within our daily interactions or whatever that we do on our daily sessions within the university. Now, with that in mind, once we do come to a clear understanding of what diversity is and how it matters and why it is an important thing that should be embraced within our you know university communities then we will come into tackling the marginalization so with a better understanding of what diversity is it will be much clearer by the end of the day what we are trying to do is we are going to be breaking down into tiny pieces what marginalization is so once we break down this through like identifying what diversity is then it would come in easy to actually you know tackle marginalization so this is something we are referring as a soft landing to the bigger problem which is marginalization within the groups First, we're going to highlight four of the biggest advantages of a diverse and inclusive campus in the uni. So, I'll just go through this quite randomly. We have identity exploration. College is such a formative time when students experiment with new ideas and relationships. And students whose college experiences include diverse interactions report a greater awareness of social problems relate quite well to people of different races, nations and religions, and they experience an increased independent skill and knowledge acquisitions. On academic level, students who perceive 
their campus climate as inclusive and non-discriminatory show a greater willingness to accept intellectual challenges. For instance, women who feel that they fit into their science, technology, engineering, and math classes are more likely to you know, actively participate in the learning process and classroom discussions. Now, about critical thinking. The opportunity to interact with diverse peers, both in and out of the classroom, leads to a greater active thinking intellectual engagement and motivation. So these students tend to report confidence in creative problem solving and a greater understanding of their field of study. And finally, in terms of college satisfaction, assessments from two peer universities, that is Iowa State and Duke University, show that when LGBTQ students and allies are given the opportunity to participate in safe space training aimed at creating inclusive environments, they tend to report a greater comfort and improve perceptions of the campus atmosphere. So in addition to all this, students have the opportunity to confront multicultural issues in the classroom and in an extracurricular activities. And they tend to report heightened satisfaction with their overall college experience upon graduation. Why does diversity matter at the college? 1. Diversity expands worldliness. College might be the first place that you've actually had the opportunity to have real interactions with people from diverse groups. Whether we like it or not, many a times we find ourselves segregated from other groups in schools, churches, and even our own neighborhoods. So a college campus is like opening the door to the entire world without traveling elsewhere. Secondly, diversity enhances social development. Interacting with people from a variety of groups widens your social cycle by expanding the pool of people with whom you can actually associate and develop relationships. Consider how boring your conversations would be if you only had friends who had everything in common with you. Just think about that. Number three, diversity prepares students for future career success. Successful performance in today's diverse workforce requires sensitivity to human differences and the ability to relate to people from different cultural backgrounds. And here is the fourth reason why diversity matters. Diversity prepares you as a student for work in a global society. No matter what profession you enter, you'll find yourself working with employees, employers, co-workers, customers, and even clients from diverse backgrounds worldwide. So by experiencing diversity in college, you are laying the groundwork to be comfortable working and interacting with a variety of individuals of all nationalities. And fifth, interactions with people different from ourselves increases our knowledge base. Research consistently shows that we learn more from people who are different from us than we do from the people whom we are so similar to. Just as you think harder when you encounter new material in a college course, you will do the same when you actually interact with people from a diverse group. Here is the sixth reason. Diversity promotes creative thinking. Diversity tends to expand your capacity for viewing issues or problems from multiple perspectives angles and vantage points. This diversity vantage points work to your own advantage and when you encounter new problems in different contexts and situations. Rather than just viewing the world through a single focus lens, you are, you are able to expand your views and consider multiple options when making decisions and weighing issues, for instance, morality and ethics. And number seven, diversity enhances self-awareness. 
Learning from people whose backgrounds and experiences differ from your own sharpens your own self-knowledge and you know self-sight by allowing you to compare and contrast your life experiences with others whose life experiences differ sharply from your own. So by being more self-aware, you are more capable of making informed decisions about your academic and professional future. And finally, here's number 8. Diversity enriches the multiple perspective developed by a liberal arts education. So, diversity magnifies the power of a general education by helping to liberate you from the tunnel vision of an ethnocentric and egocentric viewpoint and by moving beyond yourself, you gain a panoramic perspective of the world around you and a more complete view of the place it is. Finally, before we close on to this introduction episode for the diversity and inclusion series, we wanna like introduce marginalization. And the way we wanna introduce marginalization in the students' groups is by kind of in a way try to define what marginalization is from the perspective of a student life. So this is in uh, in a great sense we are trying to break down what actually diversity and marginalization and inclusion actually means in a student setup. So what is marginalization? Marginalization is the process of pushing a particular group or groups of people to the edge of a society by not allowing them an active voice, identity or place in it. So through both direct and indirect processes, Marginalized groups may be relegated to a secondary position or made to feel as if they are less important than those who hold more power or privilege in the society. Students from marginalized groups can be the target of negative beliefs, behaviors, or even judgments from others. Individuals and groups can be marginalized on the basis of multiple aspects of their identity, including but not limited to race, gender or gender identity, ability, sexual orientation, socioeconomic status, sexual age, and or religion. Some individuals identify with multiple marginalized groups and may experience further marginalization as a result of their intersecting identities. Now, marginalization can manifest in subtle or overt actions, which include use of derogative language, assuming someone's accomplishments are not based on merit, and expecting individuals to act a certain way based on the stereotypes held about another's identity, denying someone academic or professional opportunities just because of their identity, for instance, racism or sexism, and not allowing or not providing equal access to certain resources based on the membership in a particular group, assuming preferred pronoun without actually asking, assuming sexual orientation without actually asking, overlooking, criticizing, or interfering with others' cultural or religious traditions and values, and finally, systematic and or institutionalized barriers to access and support. And finally, just before we close this episode, we are gonna try to make this as short and keep it with the length of the previous episodes. We are just gonna look at what are the main impacts of marginalizations on students. 
Now, marginalization can have a negative impact on students' psychological, emotional, and physical health. And some possible psychological and emotional responses to marginalization might include, but this is not limited to, anger, anxiety, paranoia, fear, depression, self-blame, sadness, frustration, hopelessness, resentment, powerlessness, self-doubt, isolation, stress, confusion, and finally feeling invisible or not heard. So additionally, possible academic social impacts might include, but not limited to, a reluctance to interact with others, limitation accessing academic spaces, communities or locations, and or even course materials and course assignments, or discomfort participating in a class discussion, study groups, student organization, or even intramural sports and other institutional sponsored events. And then there is that fear that one's actions may confirm an existing stereotype, which is also known as stereotype threat. And then we have poor academic performance on exams and or even assignments due to negative impacts on the concentration and emotional well-being. And then we have internalization of negative messages. If you are a student who is listening to this, by the close of this episode, it is of our sincere hope that you this actually also has in a way initiated or even expanded a little bit your understanding of the impact of marginalization but most importantly it has opened your way of thinking towards diversity and why it's quite important and why the minority in the society or even within your campus society you don't need to feel a certain way towards them and if for instance you are one of the minority groups who is listening to this we are happy to inform you that for the next coming episodes of this series we are going to talk about you know ways to cope with marginalization we're also going to look on how the counseling can help if there is any counseling center within your society and how the society can address marginalization so that would be much more directed towards the society so in that case you'd know exactly how to expect the society to interact and even if you want to play a role on improving this by actually trying to impact on the society itself it would give you like more of a guideline towards the same so we hope you found this useful and now for the next episode that we'll be uploading for the first episode rather the second episode of this series that is diversity and inclusion we're gonna tackle about the issues to do with you know coping with marginalization and this in a way we will also break down into different groups so then we tackle this on an you know individualized basis so we might go and talk about like we have different types of you know groups as i mentioned on the earlier part of this we will base this on you know race gender identity your abilities sexual orientation so we'll try as much as possible to try and treat each group individually and you know try to offer like solutions on an independent basis
I, if you made it this far, I do really appreciate. Please do leave a review if you found this useful. Also, do remember to share with your classmates and, you know, any other friends that you have around who might find this useful. Thank you so much and have a nice time. Bye. And now, this. Mm-hmm.